warning, this podcast may contain strong language. Enjoy the show. everyone and welcome to film fight a film analysis podcast where we take two movies with a similar plot and see what makes one better and why i'm your host zach Bassetta, and i'm here with my co-host television director and artist amber hollinger amber how's it going pretty good how are your holidays Good. Just wanted to come in here and flub our first opening of the year. That is perfect. Did did, uh, did the fat man visit you? Uh, no, he he didn't. He skipped past my chimneyless apartment <laughs> and went on to other better behaving children. Um, as well as marketing strategist extraordinaire Jim Vistano. Uh, hey. Happy 2024, Jim. Well, thank you very much. Happy 2024 to you too. Yeah, glad glad to have you here. And of course, Steve Walter, sound engineer, post-production guru. Hi, Zach. Hi, everybody. It's good to be back. I had some music set up for this uh, because I thought uh, this was the episode we were going to get to use this song. This is Halloween. Pumpkin scream in the middle of the night. So I thought, well, we need to make that. It's okay, though, because I had another song set up, too, that is uh, that is for the next holiday that we should have been able to, to make a... Uh, a podcast for uh so it's this one love to eat the turkey at the table i once saw a movie with Betty you guys know this one? The thanksgiving yeah. song An adam sandler classic yes that's our gimmick we do holiday episodes two months after the holiday <laughs> <laughs> so really truly no but this is this is you guys this is the the this is the song for the sh- for the two shows that we're doing today Two um, Christmas movies, yeah. Soon to be classics, I'm sure. Feel good oh. films, I like yeah. to call them. Yeah. Why don't we go ahead and just uh, call them out now? Yes. What are we What are we discussing, Amber? Well, today's marquee matchup is Violent Night versus Fat Man. We're calling this our Santa Clauses as Action Heroes edition. Chris Kringle Carnage. Oh, that's way that's, better. That's good. I'm calling it. I'm calling it this. This is how what I'm calling it. It's pure shit. Yeah, it's pure, it's pure shit. Accurate on all counts. So we did try. We tried. I think we started talking about this in October, thinking that we could get in Christmas movie special before the holidays, before Christmas. That was a sham. <laughs> no, I'm not even sure what. We could do that, but we, we were we were on the right track. We were close because we so at least watched close. them. And if we could have just recorded like the next week weekend, but yeah, I, yeah, I think the issue was that we we were on time. I think with the movies, it was going to be close. But what we didn't consider was that after we watched the movies, Christmas and Thanksgiving all happened and New mm-hmm. Year's Eve. So it was like, yeah. when do you find a weekend to record a podcast? Yep. We're lucky this is going to come out before Valentine's Day. That's all I'm thinking. Exactly. Although oh, we should have brought some... for a Valentine's Day podcast. Love songs. <laughs> These are oh, the perfect goodness. movies for Valentine's Day, actually. Oh. 
Both of these Santa Claus Christmas movies came out in 2022. So they're they're really current recent movies. Um, Violent Night, we'll start with the stats. We've got director Tommy Ricola. I don't really know the movies that he's directed, but... Dead Snow is good. Dead Snow, um, zombie, zombie, Nazi zombies in the snow. Yes, Dead Snow. It says, What Happened to Monday? I like that title at least. And then we have a writing team of Pat Casey and Josh Miller, and they have a bunch of writing credits. They both wrote on Sonic the Hedgehog, all of those movies in that franchise, Team Hot Wheels, the Sad Slasher, all four Sad Slashers. Sled- yeah, I'm actually acquaintances with at dawn. <laughs> What's that? Sledgehammers at Dawn. Like I do like Yeah, whatever that is. I know I know Josh uh at least well enough for him to message me on Facebook and say, Hey, I saw you on a plane we were both on. I could I didn't say anything to you in person, but I wanted you to know. Um and I know he did a bunch of like uh National Lampoon straight to video stuff. So I guess that's what a lot of those are. I've never heard of like sad slashers. Sounds interesting. So I would watch these other movies. Maybe we'll have a Josh Miller edition. Could be, could be. No. Uh, <laughs> it's already been vetoed. No. So Violent Night stars David Harbour, which you might know him from Stranger Things as the head police detective of the town police chief, Hellboy, Suicide Squad, Gran Turismo, Black Widow. He's actually had quite a few big movies. And I always like to call out if our stars do voiceover for animation and he's done voiceover for Big City Greens and The Simpsons. This also stars John Leguizamo and he has been in Moulin Rouge and Spawn and Summer of Sam and The Menu and The Mandalorian. He's been- And House of Buggin. Also (laughs) Romeo and Juliet. The Baz Luhrmann. Oh, yes, that's yeah. Done voices for Encanto and Elena of Avalar and John nice Wick. Shout out and John Wick. That's John right. Wick. And shout out. You would mention Vacation of Beverly D'Angelo, best known for her roles as playing the wife in National Lampoon's Vacation movies. I actually gave her in my notes a plus two just for being there, and she's done a heck of a looker. <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> she holds up, lady. I want her secrets. Well, she, she, she was in something kind of risque, though, wasn't she? Back in the day, Beverly D'Angelo, because my dad was like, "Oh, Beverly D'Angelo," and I was like, "I don't." I, I must have been before when I was a kid or something. But well, I'm almost positive she shows her boobs in Christmas or uh, the first Vacation movie. Yeah, in the shower, just for a second. Yeah. She's 72. Wow. And she looks good in this movie. Yeah, she was in Entourage for a while. She was good in that. She played like uh, what's what's his name? Nemesis. What's uh? Oh, that's right. Ari Gold. Yeah, Ari Gold's nemesis. I've never seen one episode of Entourage. Really? The first few seasons were really good. I've heard of Jeremy Piven's really good. Oh, he's awesome. He's awesome. He plays the the, the douchebag like better than almost anybody. Mm -hmm. Nice. That was on HBO, right? Mm -hmm. That's why I didn't see it. Don't have HBO. Uh, Let's see. Violent Night had a runtime. I'm sorry, Amber. She did not save. She didn't save the movie. (laughs) spoiler alert Uh. this had a cool runtime of one hour and 52 minutes it's rated r and the summary as found on imdb when a group of mercenaries attack the estate of a wealthy family santa claus must step in to save the day and christmas okay 
Well, let's just start off with the it's a very loose description. I know, right? <laughs> the whole one way movie was a loose movie. Like, so we, <laughs> we watched this one together, which is the only way I could get through it. And is this the one that had all the John Wick people in it? The one that, that like the stunt coordinators and stuff like that? Or am I thinking of something? Yes. No, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we were like, okay, maybe this is going to be something. And the first two minutes, he's like burping, farting, and barfing on people. And we're like, oh. This and Santa it, Claus hates Christmas. Yeah, yeah. right. So and he was just not redeemable. I mean, it just gross. It was gross. It, it, so we're like, in the first 10 minutes, oh, it's going to be a gross sort of yeah. humorous thing. Okay. And then we get into the main characters. And now it's like, it wants to be home alone. So there's this girl and there's a little, uh, there's a mm -hmm. family trouble. and Wacky action. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, they're trying to make it that kind of movie. And then, then there's like espionage. And, and then hardcore action at one I mean, point. Really violent. Yeah. Really violent. Well, I will and, tell you the things that these two movies have in common, and we'll get to some stats on Fat Man, is that they both are tonal failures. They don't know yeah. what kind of movie they want to be. We're always like, what's happening? What tone is this? What who is this movie for? Totally. Both written by like 12-year-olds. They're so immature. Yeah. And I do remember Zach commenting, whoever wrote this should never be allowed to write again. <laughs> And then he was like, oh, I know that. <laughs> it's really sad because it, it sounded so cool. It, this yeah. was a great concept. I was really excited to see this movie because there's there was a lot of potential here. But let me get into uh, some Batman stats and then we can kind of break these suckers down. Right. Uh, Batman, which I had never even heard of before. Mm -hmm. So nobody, nobody marketed this in any way, shape or form, but it was written and directed by a team of brothers, Esham and Ian Nelms. And uh, I have not heard of anything they've done before, but some of their credits include Night of the Dog, Waffle Street and Lost on Purpose. And I think Lost on Purpose was a better title for- Yeah, this right. <laughs> a little on the nose. <laughs> This movie stars Mel Gibson of Braveheart fame and Lethal Weapon and Ransom and, and Conspiracy Theory. And, you know, by all accounts, this solid... Of actor. Officer Twinkle Tits fame. Uh, <laughs> oh, Sugar Tits. Sugar, was it Sugar Tits? One of the greatest that is cut downs ever. That's officially when I hated this movie. It was when Mel Gibson Santa calls out to some guy he's going to kill and calls him Sugar Tits. And I'm like, that's Oh, it. shit. I missed that. I totally missed that. What? He did I, that? The oh. worst, the worst. So oh, th there was there were so many things about both of these movies that made me so angry, but I don't think my anger was anything compared to Zach's. Because <laughs> I remember looking over at you at some point during um, Fat Man and um, or, or no, Violet Night, uh, Violet, Violet Night, and and anytime anybody pointed a gun at anybody else, you were just like, "Kill him, shoot her, die, everybody." <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's I mean, well, because there was no reason for the bad guys to keep. I mean, they'd already killed. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. that was the thing. That, that was when the tone of the movie really changed because it started off like, oh, it's going to be some sort of a slapsticky, gross, drunk, stupid comedy kind of thing. But John Leguizamo walks up to the guardhouse of this freaking mansion. Like both the people in these movies had way too big a house and, and, and shoots the guy directly in the head. I mean, a headshot on camera brain splatter and we're all like whoa yeah it goes from bullet to the head to jokes about public peeing in the snow yeah, yeah. and the, then the you Kevin guys McAllister level setups you know yeah. yes there was a whole home alone bit 
it was just so gross. My like, favorite part of watching uh, Violent Night with, with you guys was Zach's, like, because the movie didn't do this, because the script didn't do it, Zach had to throw in his own quips after oh, yeah. <laughs> It was the like, best part. Like, I can't help myself. <laughs> guy gets impaled by, like, a, like, an icicle, and Zach is like, ice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> You slayed it. Yeah, right. I, I may have stole from Arnold Schwarzenegger in uh, Batman and Robin. I can't. I, I can't beat you, but still, it it worked. I mean, yeah. that was. I think I, I just I miss a good one liner. You know, I feel like we are lacking movies where the action hero just is, has some good quips. You know. Yeah, they don't. They don't, don't have that. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to work. And the thing about that movie that also bummed all of us out, and I rewatched it today, which was not cool. But the remember the music. It was uh, yeah. so opposite of what the action was. So it would be like a fight scene and it would be Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> and guys are getting like, um, one dude got blown up by a grenade in his face. Remember the guy got a, a star in his eyeball and his oh, face yeah. was melting and there was like this like piano music in the background. Yeah, very, like, what is Christmas? You don't want to make two <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> My kids have to watch this. Oh, they're trying my. to be ironic and it just didn't work. But it, that soundtrack, that's oh no, the soundtrack. I have the soundtrack for Fat Man on Blast because that was insane. I think on Fat Man, they just they took a score from another movie that was all public domain and just threw it in this last minute and didn't listen to it at all. It yeah, just it, play. No particular order. No, well, I, match the action. I think it even cut out at one point, like really abruptly. We were like, whoa, like just stop, you know. Let me get real quick. Uh, runtime for Fat Man was an hour and 40 minutes, rated R, and also released. It was made in 2020, but released in 2022. So they're both released about the same time or in the same year. <clears throat> and the summary as found on IMDb is a rowdy, unorthodox Santa Claus is fighting to save his declining business. Meanwhile, Billy, a neglected and precocious 12-year-old, hires a hitman to kill Santa after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking is that precocious is that what precocious is does it mean like psycho murderer yeah <laughs> i you know the one i think you were going through the cast the one thing i did like was walton goggins not that yeah. i liked his character but just he was trying right he, he was, was really about the... not given anything to work with but he's exactly. a great villain face yeah i wrote sure. down um in my notes for for violent nights uh, the first thing I wrote down was that the movie has schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. It tried to be Home Alone, John Wick, Kill Bill, and, and Die Hard. Die Hard, and none of it worked. <laughs> and then I wrote, everyone was unlikable. Yeah, that's the other thing. Nobody, you didn't like anybody. Yeah, that's why you were like constantly just shoot them, kill them, just die, everybody. And I thought that was. I guess you were supposed to like the little girl, but I mean, I, I it, you've seen it more recently than I have, but I remember her being a little obnoxious. She was obnoxious, yeah. and there was really nothing to her character other yeah. than she was this wide-eyed, Santa's going to save us kind of bitch. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, there was nothing. I want my parents <laughs> to get back together. And meanwhile, we didn't even know why they were separated Yeah, or or what had gone on there. Yeah, neither one of them you'd want to be with. <laughs> They're all <laughs> awful. There were no, yeah, like you said, no likable characters at all. And it is, it's hard to understand personally, but then also try to convey to someone else how unremarkable these characters are how terrible the first 15 minutes of each of these movies are that if i was anywhere else i absolutely would have turned them off like these characters are basically 
the most reductive form of a character that they can find. In fact, yeah. the, um, the <laughs> which is the bad guys, and it was in Violent Night where all the bad guys had Christmas names. Oh, oh yes. Candy Cane, Gingerbread, Gingerbread. They're all hired as the help. Yeah, yes. At the mansion, at the mansion's Everything was just so, and then the, and, and then that whole thing with the stolen money, and that was the whole, that was another piece sense. of it. That's like that's the reason they're there to try to get this money that was supposedly gone and hidden somewhere. And you're like, yeah, I don't know. The good son scared. took it. I know. The and good, and, the and, good guy. And, and and it was it was he hit it and it's like how did he get it there? I mean that's a it was a lot of money. It wasn't like one bag of money. It was like yeah. seventeen bags of money. Again, Jim, we've come to this several times. You cannot carry thirty million dollars. No, it's very heavy. It's Cash. super heavy. It takes heavy. up a lot of space. And I know it's that awesome. when yeah. we first got to the house, we were all collectively upset. We're like, this fucking mansion. What does this guy do? What does this guy do? And, Bra- and Zach's like. He knew he was British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the, the lead guy is like got his American accent is mostly good, but every once in a while you'd be like, doesn't, yeah. doesn't sound and, right. And so I wrote what one of the other notes that I wrote is that Jim said the movie was very waspy. <laughs> yeah. Did I say that? I can see me saying that. Bunch of wasps. It well, was that's true. the thing is that they, they were playing on the family being this waspy, like yeah. you know, upper class family that you were kind of against in a sense but then you didn't want the bad guys to win so it's like who am i going for here Santa i, actually, yeah. the, I didn't like the, Santa I either know, yeah. by the end of the movie i was rooting for the bad guys that reminds me <laughs> they bring up uh santa claus's origin how he was originally a viking and they never explain how he became fucking yep. santa claus that was nope. the they only never they never went back to that it was the only i remember because I, I had it on in the background i was watching tv and, and doing some stuff so i had it on my, on my laptop when i was like watching football and stuff like that and i was like oh yeah this is the part where he gets his hammer and it was all like 300 and i was like oh right they never ever never. paid off and yep. we called it we're like what are the odds they go back to this story? That's, and everyone's like, remember, nothing, zero. What, 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 never heard is, what are the chances that that gets paid That was the first? one thing I was interested in. Yeah. How did he, how's he go from Viking to Santa? Yeah, I got Thor's hammer. He got a man bun someplace at yeah. the end. Lots of cool in, Like It's 40 minutes into the movie until we figure out that he's got like super strength. He's yeah. getting like making shivs out of candy cane in his mouth. It's in, so much like, potential for something so much. It could have been so fun. It could have been. It could have been was, good. Like yeah. just like if somebody had just taken a little more, I mean, a lot more time and sort of tightened up the script and just made it about that kind of silly, it would have been so much better. Uh, That's I what love I think. David Harbour, like I absolutely love him. Yeah. I like him yeah. so much more. I like I like my David a little more soft and at the center of family like he is in stranger things because he still kicks a lot of ass there yeah, yeah. But that's the thing with uh violent night is you can see some potential there with like fat man it was like just so sort of off-putting but both films just didn't really hit the comedy they were going for but well, if i had like a gun to my head i guess i'd watch violent night again mm-hmm. oh for sure like we're introduced to Fat Man, we're introduced to uh, Mel Gibson's Santa character. He's on an ice farm someplace and he's shooting cans off of a fence. And this is supposed to give us some kind of foreshadowing that he's a badass, but this is the most unintimidating show of marksmanship that you could possibly show to give you that feeling like he's a badass. It's a little tin can off of a fence. Pink, pink. <laughs> it's a lot so harder than it looks ever. 
outfit was slow. I do have to say that Mel committed to this part. Like he went hard. He was crying, working up real tears. And I'm thinking like this method acting and he's probably just reflecting on how terrible his career is that he's doing <laughs> this after those <laughs> anti-Semitic remarks. His <laughs> acting career is in shambles. His directing career is still pretty good. Did he? He didn't direct this though. Oh, no, 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 no. He's done some amazing movies though. What's he done since Passion of the Christ? Didn't he? Was that Apocalypto after that? Oh, that's right. That's right. Impossibly something. No deny, denying his talent and so charismatic and likable before the whole rant session. Like, the yeah, before his personality came franchise. out. <laughs> oh. He's an addict. I think he straightened himself up, maybe. Allegedly, okay. you don't know. Is he allegedly? Allegedly. Allegedly. If, if you're listening, Mel, don't sue us. Jeez. But it was it was a very conservative, almost like right wing Santa Claus, like this whole don't come take my guns sort of. Yeah, because he had to make a deal with the government to save his business. So he had yes. his elves well, the, working to make bombs or missiles. Well, the, or the government was subsidizing him. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he had a contract with the government. Yeah, it was <laughs> subsidizing his toy making. I, I, I and, and because there was less to- that less. I don't know. It was. I, know, I thought it was because they, they, they could make bombs or missiles. Weren't they going to make military? You mil- yeah. Then, yeah, there was going to be contracted to make military grade stuff. But then the whole premise was that he had made fewer toys because there were fewer good kids there. Good kids. That's right. Yeah. Which because I. Yeah, they're not which, growing which up is, and reading. Which is, the- could be true. I guess could that could be. be. And our main antagonist, Billy. That that kid was not twelve, but even if he was twelve, he's way too old to be writing letters to Santa. Yeah. He also took an entire day to get his grandmother a glass of milk. Could have poisoned her. It takes a lot of time to grind up pills. <laughs> that was, was another. Pe- yeah, there were so many things in this movie that just yeah, they were just no off-putting. Yeah. At all. And then, like I, I like I was telling Jim and Steve earlier, uh, it took me a while to figure out that it was trying to be a comedy. Like, like the comedy was just like, okay, I can tell that's meant to be funny, but it doesn't really work. Mm-mm. Walton Goggins got a couple of fun. I wish I could remember what they were. He got a couple laughs out of me, but for the most part, just. Ugh. I think no. the most I did in that movie was this noise. <laughs> you know, that's about <laughs> yeah. all they got out of me once, yeah. maybe twice. I think there was one laugh in. Uh, whatever the other one is, Deadly Violet Night. Violet um, Night. I can't even. That's how forgettable it was. I can't even remember the title. But um, they were both just. They just missed on so many, and they weren't like cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't remember what the budgets were, but I'm sure we'll get into that. But man, there were things in there. I was like, that cost money. Like they they had to build all these sets and and all these uh, like decorations and that 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 main room that the uh, in the in the Violet Night movie. There was stuff everywhere and they had yeah. guns and they were shooting guns inside. And then remember there was all of the military personnel that came in. There was like a mm-hmm. hundred extras on snowmobiles. Like Location count, prop count yeah. for prop masters and extras and characters I, totally not needed. I could have done so much better with that money, whatever it was. I could have made so much of a better movie. And I've never made a movie in my life. I guarantee you, I could have made one better than that. Man, it was rough. I'd be curious. What's that? I said it was rough. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen Zach so angry. He was super angry. (laughs) I remember. I don't mind watching a bad movie, but when it insults your intelligence, that's what bugs me. Yeah. Like most of my notes were just. No exclamation mark. So many. No, no, no. 
classes too. It doesn't like everything. Bun, it's everything. No, it was candy cane in the mouth with the shiv. No, plus one for the nail in the ladder. Yeah, that would he fell and it went through his. That was yeah, kind of. I mean, there were some cool kills. Like there was yeah. some cool violence in it, but it wasn't like enough to matter. Yeah, no. and we didn't get to that until so much later. We spent so much time with these curmudgeoned Santas who had lost faith and lost their Christmas spirit, and that's. You know, the two things that they had in common, we are introduced in like a very uh, immature way is I guess the best way to put it, just the 12 year old's point of view of the sad Santa being drunk, farting and belching and let him, letting himself go. And then somehow during the duration of the story, regaining their faith in the Christmas spirit, thus gaining Herculean powers yeah. and uh, the lust for blood. When, when did that become one of Santa's powers, like the Wolverine regeneration? Didn't Mel Gibson <laughs> yeah. die in the movie? <laughs> you would think. Well, he was like, in Passion of Christ, so he had to come back. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, like, I was like, did he die? Like, yeah. he got shot in the, in the, uh, in the, in the chest, right? Yeah, oh, yeah I was like, right. he's like, oh, my God, they killed Santa in this movie. That's kind of... That's kind he of got shot awful. right in the eye, and then... So the yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, oh, was a, that, that would have been a real downer for the kids. How many kids do you think saw Fat Man? <laughs> well, I, I don't know how many people saw that. How many movie. people? It wasn't a lot. I remember them. I remember seeing a commercial for it, and then it never came out. So I wonder. It wasn't. It was wasn't a limited release. Back? It came out in the theaters for like a week. Oh wow! And it made a hundred eight thousand dollars that week. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. Um, I never saw one commercial. I, saw, I remember seeing, that's the only reason I knew about it, because I, I liked the premise, you know, um, and then I feel like that was in 2020, because I didn't hear about it for years. Um, yeah, I love, it was, I actually book. love the premise of both of these movies. Yeah. I think it is ripe for comedy and fun and something that I would want to see. And to have two movies like being produced at the same time, how many, how many things all of these people had to get wrong to make these two movies? Like, nobody got anything right. If Fat Man had leaned more into the comedy side of things, I think it really could have worked. Like, you know, this assassin has to track down Santa Claus, but just like all of the business side of things, and he was going to screw over his elves somehow. I don't really remember how that was going to work, but... All those yeah. things kind of muddied the plot. Like, I would just want to see a hitman going after a dejected Santa who's lost his will to spread Christmas cheer. Yes. It wasn't a muddied plot. It was like the Ganges River in India. That's, that's the most <laughs> muddy, disgusting thing there was. I couldn't even follow it. I was like, "What? Why are we? What is happening now? Like, oh, yeah. now the elves. Now the elves are on his side, and now they're they're all gonna die for him or something like that." I mean, at the end, when the when the military came in, they're like shooting up all the elves, and I was like, "Why are they?" Right. Doing and then this? the like, military is a whole separate thing from the hitman and this little kid who's trying to hire the hitman because he got coal in his stocking. Yeah. And yeah. The hitman had a personal vendetta because he yeah. also got coal in his stocking. So he then didn't even care that he got hired. Yeah. He just wanted to do it for himself. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Both of, and that both was another of piece of that because wasn't he collecting like? Um, he was collecting like these toys from Santa from other people, like oh, like you know, remember right. that piece yes. of it too, yes. where he's like he got the baseball bat that was each from, one had like, like a little plaque on it that yeah, said, from said Santa's yeah, from Santa's workshop, yeah. He was and he had all those like toys that he was collecting, and then he should have been going after Santa prior to even exactly. Yeah, like it's like why do wait? Would have aligned. Yeah, we yeah. would. We actually didn't even need the kid plot. Yeah, no, I have a twelve-year-old doing it. Right, like it would have been great if just the this hitman had a vendetta right. for santa 
we don't need the military and all the Santa business in there. Totally, it's totally. been wonderful. Both of the bad guys in these movies had a thing against Santa for jipping them. One yeah, year his kids. Yeah, like that. you know, you're like really like. Yeah, didn't Leguizamo say something like that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Santa Claus. Yeah, my yeah. dad. My dad got lost his job, and I saw all the Christmas cheer, and so I went over there and stole everything, and I asked, right. and, and uh, the grandpa came down to get him, so I killed him. You know, also. I know this doesn't matter. It just bothers me when things like people like he unloads like an AR-15 inside the house and then immediately does a monologue. You wouldn't be able to hear a thing. Nobody <laughs> yeah. would be able to hear a thing. Yeah, you would all be deaf if you unloaded a you know a 16 round magazine inside a house without ear protection. You wouldn't hear anything. That's ridiculous. It's a big mansion. It's so just I weird because it's like there's not a whole lot necessarily to, to say about either one of them on the grand scale of things other mm -hmm. than just like nothing really worked. Every kind of idea was just off. They were two of the most similar movies. Like we sometimes have a hard time finding movies that are uh, really aligned. And these two, uh, aside from maybe the White Herbs, are two of the most aligned in plot. Santa, Armageddon just, Deep Impact. Oh, I forgot about those. Oh, 13 going on 30 big. Yeah, actually, there are a lot of movies that are that. That's why we have this podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying is sometimes it's about. Sometimes, sometimes it's harder to to uh, like make the connection, but these two uh, were really well aligned. You know what? It was hard to find a Christmas movie yeah. with yeah. similar plots. These and I had to search up, like, just I'd like do a big search to find Fat Man and a plot that aligned with anything. So these mm -hmm. were harder to find. And so remarkably similar. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. When I watched Silent Night, Violent Night, I did not expect to like to uh like Fat Man less. <laughs> like, I remember we, we got this text from Zach. It was like a random Thursday yeah. night. And he's like, if you guys watch this movie, I need to talk to somebody now. <laughs> <laughs> I know I had to get it out. I need a helpline, a support line. Yeah, it was, know that it I wasn't was alone really in like my what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah, no. So I have a new meter for things. I'm calling it ROI, like your return on your investment. Right. I'm giving this this set like a twenty yeah. percent ROI from Amber. Yeah. Oh, it is okay. fun to watch these movies with the three of you. And that's where the joy. Yeah, that's where the 20% came from. <laughs> oh, we didn't, you didn't mention that Fat Man premiered at a Comic-Con in New York. That's interesting. It just doesn't seem like the audience. Uh, who was the audience? Well, that's true too. But oh, like nerd, comic book nerds? I don't know. Do you Maybe. have some, do you have some trivia, Amber? I do have some. Oh, check this out. Here we go. Uh, stand by, because you're going to love it. Sounds great, doesn't it? Hold on. Here we go. That's a banger. <laughs> oh my god. That was a good one. I like well that. Done. One. Plus two, Steve. I do. I had to. We did. These movies are so terrible. I actually spent time. They inspired you. <laughs> yeah, right. I can't imagine there's any 
questions about this show that anyone will know without already like looking it up. Well, trivia isn't you know presented as questions. Sometimes it's just just, fact, there just, are just facts, facts. Unless you would like me to present them in the in the form of questions. This isn't this Thanks. isn't trivia pursuit. This is <laughs> right. I want my piece of the pie. This isn't bar trivia. <laughs> I take okay. But I do. Uh, I did look up trivia on both of these films, and Fat Man only had one comment of trivia like one line of trivia and that was it and that was that the climactic shootout sequence at the end of fat man took four days to film and the temperatures hit as low as 36 below celsius yeah they Ooh. filmed in alaska they were i mean like you could have filmed that movie anywhere really yeah. did the snow yeah wyoming yeah right why did you i mean really and truly that's you needed the realism. You had Why to, did it have to like be so you were there. Cold. They could have just right. done it in Kansas City. For Tax a break, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> done it in in Jim's backyard. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh. It's no. But the uh, the violent night it had some, some decent trivia. So it, uh, let's let's see. Shortly after the dad Jason broke his finger in the Nutcracker, for the rest of the movie, his finger appears fine. So no tracking of continuity whatsoever on that. And we all went, oh, because getting your nut. I'm surprised they didn't get his testicles in the nut crack, you know, crack his nuts with the nut checker. Like they'd gone for every other piece of low hanging fruit humor. And they're hey. like, oh, I'm going to get his finger. And that was actually disturbing to watch him fucking break his finger in that nutcracker. Yes, yeah. it was. Too but then, weird. I mean, you got to take the nuts out. It was the great. <laughs> too was far the for this film? It was the girl, the, the candy cane or whatever her name was. And she's like, I'm not touching his nuts. And the guy's like, I've seen oh, you scoop brains out. And he's like, she's like, well, I'll scoop his brains out. I'm not touching his sack. That's supposed to be a joke. Yeah, that's oh. comedy. That's funny. I can pose this piece of trivia as a question. Uh, when Santa looks up on his list of naughty and nice to find Trudy Lightstone, the little girl in the movie who brings back his Christmas spirit, what were the things that he finds on the nice list about Trudy? Oh, she remember, was... but I remember seeing that pop up. Yeah, there was like some, there was like, that was kind of interesting. Like, nice to her parents or something. Yeah. Loves her Dog, horses. Does her homework. In America too. <laughs> it's just gonna be Free fall. Nice. <laughs> Loves Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy about Elvis, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> I have, I, I, yeah, it would be something like loves her, loves her mom and dad or Always clean days. Uh, Opens the door for old people. Her list includes kept room clean, listens to parents, kind to animals, sweet to everyone, and invited weird kid to her party. Oh, did she that's... call the weird kid a weird kid? Because that'd be mean. I, I know, know right? Not, not very... like, <laughs> you know, I invited this weird kid to my party. Yeah, <laughs> it should have said invited, you know, Kevin to her party. <laughs> With a little winky weird. face, like boink, like everybody knows. <laughs> invited weird Kevin to her party. <laughs> invite a weird kid. That's her party. It's true. Uh, the character Morgan Steele is based on Mark Wahlberg because, like Mark Wahlberg, Steele has starred okay. in several films about the military, and he says he could have stopped the hijackers on the 9/11 flight the same way that Mark Wahlberg made that claim, and then he had to retract it after he got backlash. Mark Wahlberg actually said that? Yes. yes. And then he had to retract it. Oh, God. So this character was based on Mark Wahlberg because oh, of that. No. 
Um, people say the things. That's not very funky, Marky Mark. That is not funky at all. Here is, uh, I did like these few pieces of trivia. The saint upon which Santa Claus was based, Saint Nicholas, was famous for a fight at the Council of Nicaea. So he actually was famous for a fight. So this kind of fed into that. I thought that was interesting. All of the Amazon boxes that are delivered instead of Santa, because that was a huge thing that Santa didn't need to deliver presents anymore. Everyone just had Amazon shipped to their house. All the boxes were upside down so that it looked like there was a frown on the box instead of a smile. Oh, how Right. Why couldn't they be more clever? That was so that they put that much thought into that, and they couldn't write us. Nope. Exactly. Exactly. Shocking piece of trivia about this movie. There was one set designer that had the idea. Is like, (laughs) that's actually brilliant. Somebody's or it was or was upside down, and they're like, oh, you put it the wrong way. Like, no, I did that on purpose. That's more like it was an accident that somebody was like, that's a good idea. (laughs) Keep it. I like. (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah. We're making you executive producer. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We've already got 12 of them. Just top on. <laughs> the most shocking piece of trivia is producer Kelly McCormick confirmed that all creatives involved in this movie intended to make a sequel. And the project is supposed to commence in the next few weeks. I believe it. As of now, next few weeks as of now. As of the time this trivia was out, which was 2022, and I have heard not a peep or a whisper. Yeah. Let's just hope it's May 24. All through the night, <laughs> all was silent, even the mice. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I don't think so. so I don't, how, there's no how way. Would you, how would you... Where do you go? Yeah. Is someone else going to get in trouble? Uh, is, there, is it going to go to another house? I, how, what's the They're just doubling down. Well, oh yeah it's it's been con- well maybe not confirmed but it's on letterboxd that's as good as confirmed right violent night too same director mm. well maybe they'll fix what was wrong with the first one and then it will be a completely different movie with a completely different plot and totally different characters that would work as got more hope than i no- do <laughs> because there was no trivia to find on fat man i looked at my own made up my own trivia which is just some of the original songs written for fat man on the soundtrack i thought were quite nice they had the original pulls of like deck the halls and jingle bells and do you hear what i hear and then we get into like mistletoe madness we get into my heart for china what Hmm. what bending to your will that sounds cool get down also cool the arrival anything dressing down <laughs> what's that about Wait, oh shoot there are two more that are really good where are protecting they? my land <laughs> yeah right i'll shoot you in the face jolly style oh out of country while it rains hitman got his own theme song there flying high can't even afford to care this is making me ang- song? it's making me angrier Santa sack. And then they wrap it all up with Symphony Number 25 in G minor. (laughs) Oh, because they want to keep it classy, San Diego. Yeah, a little sophistication. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Amazon gave this uh, four and a half stars, and they yeah, gave, and they gave Fat Man four stars. Yeah, when I was um, uh, when I was yeah. looking at the stream of today. Wait, wait till you see, wait till you see what the ratings are on this audience scores for this. Oh stuff. man, I cannot wait to hear what the fans have to say. 
Oh, is it time and, though? Oh my god, we could because I have a new better. I think my prediction is a bunch of people really liked Violent Night. Like I think it appeals to like maybe just dumb people, and there's a lot of those. <laughs> okay, he's shooting at Santa Claus fighting a guy. Dude, Santa Claus oh, is shooting Santa Claus. Is <laughs> okay, good lord. All right, here we go. Check this out. This is a new one too. Mice Parade. <laughs> what what is Mice Parade? It's a band that sounds like that. <laughs> oh, really? I was uh yeah. I, I found a new I had written these other like nonsense things and I, I switched my computer and I lost them. So I wrote those yesterday. It took me three hours. <laughs> nice. Really? Like it really is that makes a special, me listen to some is that a special Christmas edition Metacritic? Yes, yes. yes. I like it. Really <laughs> plus two. You're on a roll. Um, well, I'll start with Fat Man. Um, the budget on that, I couldn't find. I, I, I saw something that said 20 million, which I find hard to believe, but I that was one store. So let's say 20, let's say 20 million dollars. Um, but I, I doubt that. Um, the opening weekend gross for that, like I said, it was, it was limited release. It came out, um, I think it was out for like a week. It said 11 15 2020, and it made a hundred and eight thousand dollars. And then the total gross, that was opening weekend, the total gross for US was $278,000. So oh my God. The worldwide gross was 1.6 million. Oh, oh wow. Why is that high? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. I'd imagine Mel Gibson was 20 million on his own. That's what I was going to say. Most of that budget was probably his salary. I mean, for a movie to make that little amount of money, there had to be empty theaters for weeks. And then when you, if anybody saw it, they were basically by themselves. Yeah. I mean, I honestly think it was probably in the theaters for like a week. I don't even think it was even the theaters longer than that, to tell you the truth, because it went streaming a week later. The only people that are seeing that are like the really hardcore Mel yeah. Gibson. They just happen to be in the movie theater and say, oh, it's a Mel Gibson movie. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. Like Amber mentioned, it was an hour and 40 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes um, gave them a, gave uh, Fat Man a score of forty four. Yeah. Um, the audience score eighty four. What? Yes. It did what? say less than fifty ratings, but eighty four was the average audience score. That is interesting. Whoa, that is shocking. I think that's higher than Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> right. I guess it's a movie that the only people that are going to take the time to go review it are the people that really liked it. I, or yeah. hated well, no, there's the, we, thank goodness there is one that wanted to make sure they warned everyone. So yes. I have I have that person's on okay. here just to make sure. I got one critic, um, Adam Graham from the Detroit Times. His um, review of it is these jingle bells rock. That's his review. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> no. What? Yeah. No. And he's a critic, so yeah, I'll say. Oh, that so was I think love hate. I think you either love it or you hate it. Um, this is for Medi Violet Night, or this is for Fat Man. This is for Fat Man. Yeah. This is the Metacritic for Fat Man. Uh, Metacritic score of forty. User score of six point two. And the forties out of hundred, and six point two is out of ten. My first Metacritic review is from Hurricane Jono. 
Uh, um, Hurricane Jono gave uh, it a rating of a 10 mm. out of oh. 10. Um, this has no right being as good as it is. The trailer tells you exactly what you're going to get. And I came out watching that movie feeling so good. It's a ridiculous idea that they took completely seriously and it works. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> so then I had to make sure I put Chris Silva 71 in here. Um, he gave it a zero. And <laughs> they wrote, I legitimately made an IMDB account so I can hopefully spare you the hour and a half I just wasted. This movie was a heaping pile of garbage and deserves zero stars. The fact it has 5.9 star rating before my review blows my mind. Clearly, the people writing these reviews are uncultured and don't know a good movie from a cheesy, aggravated, lazy written plot full with holes and that leave you going WTF. Mel Gibson's prime has come and gone and this movie, at least for me, was the nail in his coffin. I will not trust another movie where he plays the main role. The review, unfortunately, will not make me feel better about the time I have wasted, but I hope you read this and do not feel the same way. There are other crappy films out there that don't cost anything to watch. Watch literally anything else. (laughs) Accurate. I like that guy. Listen, that person's ROI was zero. (laughs) Zero. Zero. Tell him it like it is. Yeah. So, and this one is from Bonnie B. Um, they give it a seven, and she starts out with warning, spoiler ahead. Since we've already watched, I figured I'd just pull it out anyways. Fat Man was surprisingly good. I didn't know what to expect from an adult Santa Claus movie. Mel Gibson is believable as a dejected Kris Kringle. He is forced to outsource his elves and workshop and workshop the government to help with costs and has to fight off hit, a hitman hired by a disgruntled little boy. The action and the plot were fun, if not a little boring and bad at times. Why did he agree to, to a military contract? Can he just use magic? Mel Gibson does a good job of acting, and the ending is a, is surprise is a surprise and heartwarming. Heartwarming, yeah. huh? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> So as usual, Steve did write one of these. Ooh. And um, I'd be very surprised if you guessed which one because they're so wonderful as they are. Um, But yeah, so the first one was Hurricane Joe gave it a rating of a 10. Could not believe it was as good as it was. Chris Silva gave it a zero. Couldn't believe how bad it was. And Bonnie B um, also liked the movie, but was there's parts of it that she found or he found boring at times. Like it's got to be one or three. Okay, it's not a multiple choice, Amber. You have <sighs> to pick one. All right, I'm gonna go Hurricane. Is that number one? Yeah. Hurricane Joe now. Yeah. Same. Nice. Number B. three, Bonnie B. Bonnie B. Oh dang! I, although I I got to say I ran out of palindromes that were actually usable. There's no more usable palindromes. You know, I actually looked for it just so I can find it. I'm like, I don't think he put any value. I, I couldn't. Oh, I'm I couldn't, so glad so, you did. Well, I, it wasn't like you guys were catching it. No, <laughs> I, and I, I literally was looking for it this time. <laughs> I figured you would have gone all negative. The fact that you kind of went both ways was what we made me think it was a real. Right. Then you don't know Steve that well. He I, always does. Yeah. It it's too wishy washy. You can't. You can't set him up like that, Zach. He's too quick. <laughs> but yeah, so I, well, I don't um, know. I couldn't do palindromes. It was tough. Oh, I, there's, they're so weird. It's, it's like. Movies. I was looking for it. This was the Godfather of all <laughs> <Bible> <laughs> <fans> movies. 
<laughs> all terrorist, all terrorist Christmas movies. This is the Godfather with them all. <laughs> all right, let's go to Violet Night. Um, this budget was twenty million dollars. I did find this one. The opening weekend gross was thirteen point five million, so wow. respectable. Um, the total gross was fifty million. Wow. The worldwide gross was seventy six million. That's why they're making another one. Exactly. So you know, and I think it probably helps that what David Harbor was in it because you know of his fame and stuff. People so like I think that, that could have drawn drawn some people in. Um, the runtime on that one was an hour and fifty two minutes. The audience score for Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, sorry, the Rotten Tomatoes score was seventy three. The audience score was eighty eight. I think these movies are on par for like Oscar winners that we've that we've done. Totally, it's insane. <clears throat> so I pulled um, the uh, a critic Julian Little. And he was um, Adobe, I-D-O-B-I dot com. And he wrote, Violent Night is an unforgettable new Christmas action classic. Perfect for those who want to hate on Die Hard being a holiday classic. Now you have one that is undeniable. (laughs) And that's a real critic, by the way. That irritates me. How does somebody... Yep. Um, Metacritic score of 55, user score of 6.5. So pretty similar. Um, Metacritic film bro 376 gives um and this is a uh, violet night a 10 so i there was a lot of 10s in these movies which was very odd for me film bros 376 says is this a work of art no is this an epic tale of love love betraying and trust no is it a fun film to watch yes so no. <laughs> generally a great film worthy of its price and time yeah. yeah, no actual reasons about why it's good. Just no, no, that was just it. But he, it's it's not a work of art, he admits, and it wasn't a tale of love and betrayal or trust. Not any of those. No, so don't go in thinking that. Um, <laughs> the second one is from Movie Dude Three. Dude is spelled D O O D. I don't know if that makes a difference to anyone, but I just thought it was weird. Um, this movie was awful. I was expecting so much more from this. The action was over the top and not in a fun diehard or any Indiana Jones way. The characters were unbelievable and the magic of Santa was not used properly at all. Don't bother with this one if you're looking for a different type of Christmas movie. And he gave it or she gave it a three. I'm assuming it's a he's movie dude or dude probably dude three. This is <laughs> the odd guy gave it a seven and the odd guy wrote Violet Night is great but it has an upsetting ending. In my opinion, I think Santa should have punched the kid to the ground, shoot the family, and show him in 10 years smoking weed and getting laid by Mrs. Claus. Good movie, though. Like the blood and gore. In 10 years? In 10 years, he should be smoking weed? In yeah. 10 years, he should be smoking like 10 years. Like, he wanted the end of the movie 10 years later. Here's Santa. That is, that is such a weird... That is weird. Yeah. yeah. That well, his odd. name is the odd guy. So. <laughs> right, he's living up to his name. Why? Why would you wait ten years to smoke weed? Exactly. I, I, just yeah. do it that night. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he should have said. In ten minutes, I'd want to see. Yeah, food. right. <laughs> and having sex with Mrs. Claus, who we never saw. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, those are the three. So you have Film Bro three seven six, which is this a work of art? No. Uh, Movie Dude with two O's. And the odd guy who's just a weirdo. <laughs> I'm gonna go for odd guy just because I, I just hope it is. I just that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> that that was my guess, but to switch things up, I'll take movie dude. 
And Zach, Zach is correct. Uh, oh, I, I love Zach. the movie. Well, I love the movie dude review. That was really well done. Uh, <laughs> good, good pull there, Jim. Because I read through some of them to try to get in yeah. the pocket, but uh, that was rough. Well, there were so many good ones. Like there's so many absurd ones. Yeah, yeah. There, it, there was a lot of there's a lot of reviews on some of these that were actually seriously good reviews, and I'm like, boring, boring. But I'm like, oh, this is a good one. <laughs> I gotta find the crazy ones. <laughs> but yeah. So those are your Metacritic reviews. Well done, Jim. Did it say? Well, I guess the audience reception, you kind of, we got it, kind of got it with the opening weekend sales, but I also looked up and budget for Fat Man was 20 mils. Both yeah. of these made at the same time, released at the same time, exact same budget, very close on runtime. Dang. Yeah. 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 And, but I mean, I mean, Violet Knight did, I mean, it's not a terrible amount of money to make for a movie that I didn't think was a $50 million dollars is not bad for us gross doubled it's yeah it's a budget or a holiday movie you know that comes out you know you're gonna watch it for a certain amount of time <clears throat> yeah so i think that's probably why maybe they're gonna i mean it costs 20 million i'm sure they didn't spend a lot of marketing so i'm sure you know it made some money from the writers of sonic comes <laughs> all roads lead to dick well i think all of us were in agreement that if we had to watch one steve you did watch both of these again on no, your i didn't i didn't get through on I your own free will <laughs> i couldn't get through uh fat man I, I only watched violet night and it was exhausting i would i would rather watch red heat <laughs> that's saying or, something yeah wow. or you know anything i i don't i i if i i can't express like we've seen some stinkers this is up there yeah. would you watch uh fat man again or wyatt earp Oh my God! Do I have to invest? Oh. Well, I would say Fat Man is shorter. Oh, it's just shorter. so yeah. shorter. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> that movie was so long. I remember thinking Those it's never going to end. It was like five movies in one, and it ended yeah. terribly. Yeah. I have terrible movies in one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as we're wrapping up, does anyone have anything they want to promote? Listen or check out Metal School on YouTube if you like '80s metal bands. Yeah. 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 Learn that like gave you a bands. review. Are you still doing that? Nice. Are you still thinking that you might bring back So Fast, So Furious since there's more movies to look at? One of my co-hosts, like it's up to them. It's up to the co Like I'm I'm like, let's do it. But the guy that uploads the episodes has to upload the episodes. And I'm like, it's just sitting there, dude. You know, are we recording or not? So they seem to want to do it. But people people can go back since there's so much uh so many episodes already and people love revisiting those movies from yeah. the first to the what, i don't know what 25th now 10 i don't know because i don't watch them yeah, but... we're up to uh, the eighth movie so you you can listen That's to seven whole movies worth of commentary a lot of yeah, have, you seen, have you seen the last one that that just came out uh fast x part one i did yeah yeah it was it, it, they're getting so far out there though they're it's just like i'm like wow they probably should have ended at seven yeah they're just it's, yeah and then and it ended i mean again it's like it's part one so it's like and i didn't realize it was part one it ended like uh, like an episode of something yeah. <laughs> and i'm like what's going and on they're, they're gonna have dante and hobbs between part one and two so you've got oh, uh jason momoa versus the rock coming up oh jesus yeah you were working on Disney's Goosebumps. That's out. That's done. Uh, right now, just a lot of episodic stuff. Uh, nothing really spectacular. 
Was that the oh. Justin Long Goosebumps? Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Sounded amazing. Glad you like that. I always like Justin Long. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he's funny. I like That's uh, Disney Channel. Disney Plus. Plus, and that came out in was it November or December? It came out in December. Okay, uh, I think it's on Hulu now too. People check it. it's not too scary for little kids, so people can check that out with their kiddos. Yeah, second to last episode is the one you want to watch out for. That was a little scary, but otherwise, it's it's lots of fun. It's lots of fun. Totally not scary at all. Uh, our episodes of Hamster and Gretel also on Disney Plus. <laughs> Season one finale just came out this past weekend so people can check it all up we are uh they are greenlit for a season two fantastic new, and new episodes of phineas and ferb are going to be coming out at the tail end of this year and uh, to be announced sometime the barbie mysteries will be coming out this year oh, wow. all of our so dear Amber has so, worked on all of those yeah directing on all that's well, right. if they can maintain the tone of the movie, that'll be a funny cartoon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't say that it's the same tone as the movie. Yeah, it's, a it's, got its, own, it's got its own vibe. I'll talk more about it when we get like an actual release date. And that will be a Netflix exclusive. Oh, yeah. cool. Well, uh, let's see. Have we, we will let you uh, listeners know, I think the next matchup is uh, in the works. We haven't quite decided. We have several that we like to. No matter what we say now, it's not going to be anything that actually happens. So this is going to be the Valentine's movie. In another couple uh, months, you'll get an episode, and you'll just find out. You'll like it. my bloody Valentine and uh, the Valentine's Day Massacre. Those are the ones we're watching. Nice, fantastic. I'm in. Well done, everybody. Sound effects courtesy of the Soundly app. Go to GetSoundly.com for your complete sound effect platform. Intro and outro music for this episode is District 4 by Kevin McLeod. Hear more like this on Incompetech.com. Thanks for listening, everybody, and be sure to rate us on iTunes and give us a review if you feel like it. Shoot us an email at filmfightpodcast at gmail.com if there's a matchup you'd like to see. And that's it for this week. Catch us next time for another episode of the Film Fight Podcast.